Welcome to the Wellness Help Desk with your host, Nikkei Lamodi, certified wellness coach and personal trainer. A wellness podcast focused on providing practical tips on how to curate a healthy lifestyle uniquely for you, where we discuss wellness hot topics with expert guests and have real candid conversations. It's the one-stop shop you need to get the help you've been looking for. Let's dive in. Hey, what's up? Welcome to the Wellness Help Desk. This is episode 27 and I am your host, Nikayla Modi. I know I have been gone for a minute. It's been a while, you all, but I do want to just give you a little life update on what was kind of happening and why I wasn't putting out any podcast episodes. So I usually do a one month social media break every year in March, but I ended up taking it a lot later in April of this year, which was a major mistake because at that point I was surpassing burnout. And so all of April was a very super like vulnerable time for me mentally, emotionally, and I was really busy with work and traveling for work. And so I was like, you know what? Let's just pause on podcasting as well, along with the social media and just nurture our emotional and mental state right now. And so before you knew it, we were in May and I was starting to come out of whatever was going on with me mentally and emotionally and dealing with certain things. And I honestly, it's almost like what I came out of and the things that were produced out of that perfectly mirrored with the fact that it's now spring and things are coming into blossom and fruition and I just feel like that's exactly where I am at in my mental and emotional state and so now I am more grounded and I'm so grateful that I gave myself that time and that capacity to really nurture what I was working through and processing through and so I am a person that applies what I preach to you and that's to really listen to your body make sure you make your self-care priority and make sure you're supporting your holistic health which includes your mental and emotional well-being and so right now I am just focused on continuing to support that but coming up with so much creative tools and ways to help moms out there make themselves a priority and so today we are talking about the five ways to prioritize your physical health and I love approaching supporting your physical health from this perspective that I'm going to share today because typically it's only thought of within a one-dimensional kind of aspect and so I really want to encourage everyone if you are someone who gets overwhelmed when you think about the gym here are other ways you can support your physical health and if you are like I'm juggling a lot with kids and other responsibilities here are ways that you can prioritize your physical health you're naturally already doing but here are ways that you can maybe even refine or modify so that you can nurture that part of your health even further so we know that at the start of every new year it's so common to hear everyone's physical health goals that they have for the year we know that the gyms get super crowded at the first of the year but there are other ways to support your physical health than just through exercise. So before we move on, I want to first define like what supporting your physical health means. And this is a definition that I've created for myself and my clients. And it's daily habits 
that support and care for your body presently and for the future. That's it. So how are you supporting your body for the future? It's a great question to ask yourself to check in and evaluate where you're at and if you are doing habits that are going to support the future you. So when I say the future you, I think about envisioning the future you running around with your grandchildren or showing up for the dream promotion you've been working towards over the years or having that beautiful baby or just being able to take the trip to Rome and walk around all day without restraint. If you've ever been to Italy, you do a lot of walking. And so here are five ways that you can prioritize your physical health. The first one is with nutrition, right? And here are some simple principles that you can live by in this area of nutrition without allowing for yourself to get sucked into all of the different ideologies that are out there around nutrition. So eat the colors of the rainbow. Do you have multiple colors on your plate or is it just browns and greens? You really want to diversify your fruits and vegetables. So eating different fruits and veggies, whether it's based on season or changing it up, because when you diversify your fruits and vegetables, you actually feed your good bacteria in your gut. And you want your good bacteria in your gut to thrive, right? A lot of your immune system resides inside your gut. And also there is connection between the gut and brain axis or the influence on your mental state. So you want to ensure that you are diversifying your fruits and vegetables. And then also eating real food, right? Typically, this is the food found on the outskirts of the grocery store and limiting the amount of processed food that you're eating that wasn't really grown in the ground (laughs) or isn't a real life thing like an animal. So really trying to eat more real food, cook at home. And these are just simple principles that you can kind of guide as you try to support your physical health through nutrition. The second one is sleep. Okay. Sleep is the time for healing and repairing for your body. It is very much so an underrated free tool that people overlook. And getting consistent quality sleep is so impactful for your overall health and well-being. So first you want to try and get consistently seven to nine hours of sleep a night. I say seven to nine hours because some people do fine with seven. Some people out there do fine with six and a half, six. But you have to know what works for you and you won't know unless you are consistently doing it. And so the duration will vary from person to person. You want to ensure you're sleeping in a dark and cool room and you want to stop using blue light exposure at least two hours before bed, particularly when you're on your cell phone, right? That blue light is sending signals through your eyes to your brain and it can be miscommunicating that it isn't time to wind down and to go to sleep right producing that melatonin and so you want to avoid blue light exposure at least two hours before bed if you really can't help it an hour before bed also one thing that I've done over the years that has significantly improved the deeper state of my sleep is mouth taping And you can head to askthedentist.com. He has an article on his website that goes into a more deeper explanation of the mechanism of mouth taping. And I have found that if I forget to mouth tape, I don't sleep as deeply 
as I do when I use mouth tape. And so those are different ways that you can support improving your quality of sleep, which will in turn be improving your physical health. The third thing is stress management, okay? Stress is a huge thing in all of our lives that we face on a day-to-day basis. And some of us face more stress based on the season that we're in. So you wanna ensure that you are managing your stress. So ways that you can be managing your stress is saying no when you reach your capacity and no with a period, right? We don't need to provide an explanation. We can just offer up no. Also delegating, making sure that you are offloading your plate and assigning other things to other people in your life. Asking for help, having people come and step in to help share the load, help carry the burden, making sure you're taking intentional time to rest. Okay, you have to at this point in the society in this day and age, if you aren't intentional about curating rest on your calendar, unfortunately, it's probably not going to happen. So you have to be intentional about making sure you are carving out time for rest. Also, active journaling is another great way for stress management, being able to get out what is going on in your brain. What are you feeling And to be able to work through and see that on a paper and process through that emotion or whatever recurring thought is going on that is adding to your stress load. Now, there are a multitude of other ways to support stress management, but those are just some of the ones that I tend to lean toward and a lot of moms tend to neglect as well. So number four, meditation. So nighttime meditation is something I started doing in 2021 and it is such a game changer for me. Most times before I even get through the nighttime meditation, I'm already asleep and there are several apps out there that you can use for meditation, whether it's the Insight Timer app or Calm or Meditation app by Down Dog, which is the one I use. Whatever app you decide to use, a nighttime meditation is great, not only to help assist you in going to sleep, but in managing whatever stress that wants to be recurring on your mind as you drift to sleep. You know, moms tend to run through their to-do list at nighttime, but with meditation, it has you refocus your brain on your breathing, on if you're doing a guided meditation on what it's taking you through. And then by the time you realize it, you've already drifted off to sleep. They also have guided meditations that you can do whether in the morning when you first wake up or in the afternoon. And meditation scientifically continues to show its benefits and how it impacts your physical health and your mental health and your emotional health. Just by taking five minutes or 10 minutes to slow down, to be mindful, Meditation is such a powerful tool. And so the last thing that you can do to support your physical health is to get outside, (laughs) right? We spend too much time indoors here in the Western world and exposing your eyes to daylight within 20 minutes of waking up is a great way to get outside first thing. So when you do that, it impacts your circadian clock, which is basically our inner body's clock. Know it that helps us to know when it's time to wake up, when it's time to go to sleep. Through that, triggers a series of different bodily functions to start happening, right? So, when you do this consistently, waking up and exposing your eyes to daylight within 20 minutes of waking 
from five to 10 minutes, over time that influences your hormone regulation and even your appetite. So another thing is spending time in the sun. So important, especially if you're a person of color and getting that vitamin D exposure. They do have the D-Minder app, which is so helpful in telling you when is the right time or when is a perfect time for you to get out to get exposure to sun, specifically for your skin type. And it takes in consideration other information that it asks you for. The last thing is being out in nature on a hike, a walk, or just simply sitting on the porch with a smoothie or hot tea, whatever it is that you are wanting to sit out on the porch and do, just being outside is great. So many studies have shown that being out in nature, hearing birds chirping, automatically have an impact on your physiological health. Some even showing mood shifts and changes for the better and even decreases in blood pressure. So being out in nature is greatly beneficial to your physical health. Tending to each of these areas creates a beautiful balance that leaves you feeling really good in your body. And notice that some of these are, you know, things that you can do in conjunction with one another, right? You could be doing a stress management type of habit while getting outside, or you could be doing meditation while being outside. You could be doing a meditation before you go to sleep. Like so many of these can be done in conjunction with each other. So I really want you to be encouraged that exercise is not the only thing you can do to support your physical health. But if you're hearing this and you're instantly overwhelmed or you're wondering where you're going to find the time to support each of these areas with your busy mom schedule, or maybe you just feel doubtful that you can even make it work, I really want to encourage you that there is a solution and it's going to look different for you compared to me or to your friend. I can help you find what solution is best for you while at the same time reaping the benefits of tending to your physical health holistically in the intermission. And the intermission is my 16-week program that was made for burnt-out moms who are ready to make themselves a priority in more ways than one and how the intermission can help you get that support by scheduling a consultation via the link in the show notes below. Again, Physical health can be impacted in more ways than one, and it's not limited to exercise. Allow yourself to get curious about how you can support your physical health with the different options that I shared today. That's it for today's episode. Thank you for listening in. If you enjoyed the episode today, head over and leave me a review. This helps others find the podcast and be one step closer to curating their healthy lifestyle. Come connect with me over on Instagram at Nikkei underscore Lamodi. And if social isn't your thing, join my beautiful newsletter community via the link in the show notes. To learn more about exclusive one-on-one wellness coaching, head over to rndaywellness.com. As always, remember to give yourself grace.